Live from downtown Farmington Hills. It's settling on the screen live. Tonight's also Nick Alexander, Mike today, Michael Stroka, and in Glendale. We're gonna have Ben Sweetney on the show. Final fight world record holder. And of course, we're gonna have the latest video game world records from TwinGalaxies.com. Hey folks, welcome everybody to Settle It on the Screen, the uh, entertainment show about Twin Galaxies and world records and stuff. I'm Michael Soroka, I'm along here with my good buddy, Mike Janay, how are you, Mike? Today, good, good. And my, our also our other good friend from Skype, uh, Mr. Nin Glendo. How are you doing, Glenn? I'm doing great, guys. How about you? Doing really well. Um, we're here to inform and entertain you about the world of competitive gaming. Go over world records, have a little fun, um, go over s just a little bit, just a tiny, like a little tiny bit, soupçon of yeah. fun. So. Um, so we're going to go over, uh, do what we normally do, is we're going to honor the uh, video game uh, world record holders. So we're going to read off the just a few select world records yeah. from the past almost 24 hours that were verified. So uh, we'll get to that shortly. Here we go. Oh, there's something actually I wanted to talk about. Congratulations to Tristan Gren. Of Sa Garen, I'm gonna get it right. <laughs> San Marcos, Texas, again here on Twin Galaxies. Um, Guinness World Record track. Basically, this is gonna be something that will be featured in the book. Um, most score, most goals scored in a game, 25 goals. So it's like you're, it's one on one. You're playing on rookie. Um, so what we're gonna do here and settle it on the screen next week, tentatively on Tuesday. Um, we're gonna have first. We're gonna have Nick play the game nice. and see how he how well he does because <laughs> he's never played the game in his life. Then we'll have you play, like and then I'll and then I'll play and see if I can beat his score oh. or to promote it at that point. Um, and we'll also be giving away stuff on Tuesday night as well, some DLC uh, for the PC for Rocket League. So it's gonna be a ball worth of fun here. Hi Pete, how you doing? Look at this, this is just too, too, I'm sorry, I just, oh, don't, look, don't look. Make well, come just on, come here, come here, <laughs> two owners, two past owners of Twin Galaxies, just, okay, I've lost it already, all right, go ahead, Mike. All right, we've got Sean Michaud, I'm assuming? Um, McCod, I think. McCod, okay, yeah. in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, PS2, tied to Legends 2, Space Invaders DX, parody game mode? Yeah, there's a parody game mode. I know that. It's very bizarre. I thought you just wrote party wrong. Um, <laughs> point <laughs> 3090. Good. Good nice score. job. Yeah, beating the previous score by about mm, 600, 700 points. It's not easy. No. It's not an easy version of the game, uh, for sure. Especially if it's parodied, you don't know what you're doing. Uh, congratulations to John Brissy from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, burnout three on the Xbox takedown. He's playing PAL in the United States. So, uh, hmm, playing 25 frames per second. Silver Lake southbound, fastest completion of the course, one minute and 16 seconds. Nice job, John. Sorry, no wing stop available tonight on the show for that record. I'm sorry. All right, we got Jason Newman, uh, Arcade Rave Racer, Ridge Racer Long, fastest race, three minutes, 40.242 seconds. Nice well job, done. Jason. He is the master of Ridge Racer and Rave Racer. He's uh, going to be the world record holder in all of those. I don't know if anyone's going to challenge him. We'll find out. Maybe we can, we can push for it. Oh, son, I was hoping I was hoping you would get this one because I know I can't do it. Xbox 360, Guitar World Hero Tour, Stranglehold by, oh, what's his name? 
Oh, Ted Nugent, of course. Great song. I love Ted Nugent. Guitar expert, single player. 336,008 points by... How about Joshua from Roscoe, Texas? <laughs> Someday he so, will send us the see, pronunciation. He will send us name. the pronunciation in an updated picture, hopefully very soon. I've been in touch with his buddies down there in oh, the uh, video game capital of the universe, Roscoe, Texas, as well. I like it. Um, so, is that it? I think, I think there's it. one more. Oh. Maybe not. Oh, oh that's it. That's those, it. Are, those are the latest world records for the galaxies. Um, go there, submit some scores. We'll have some more Ooh. for you tomorrow. Uh, those are just some of the achievements. There's some people getting second and third place. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should honor them at now, some point. Winners only. Winners only. Coffee's yeah. for closers, Mike. That's true. <laughs> so, Glenn, anything going on new in the speed running community? Real brief. It's been kind of a slow day today. It has been a slow day. All the way around. Did, Do, did Donald Man Trump even play a video game today? Coming up in two days. Wow. So that'll be fun. Huh. I think they have like over 40 participants. Cool. That's so neat. you can find that at uh, challenge.com forward slash Mega Man 3. Awesome. Um, I want to get the chat open here shortly because I know you guys have lots of questions. You're all the people heckling us. Yeah. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Laura. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys for all joining us today. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's good. That means no complaints, no that's arguments right. tonight. Right. <laughs> um, so we have, um, Benjamin. Are we going to go by Ben or Benjamin? Uh, I go by Ben. You go by Ben. Okay. Awesome. Um, how you do? Ben's our guest tonight here on, uh, what's the show name? Settle it on the screen. Yes. Sorry, it's a little well slow for me. Um, <laughs> we'll get right to you, but we do... Our favorite, basically, what all the fans have been telling us the past couple of weeks mm -hmm. is our favorite segment, what Arcade Gamer's saying. we got another sure. version again. This one might be a little, I don't know. Some people oh, told see. me we're, we're pushing the envelope a little <laughs> bit too far. So if you're ready, Nick, go ahead and roll it. Centipede. Oh my god. <laughs> I finally reached a high score. Okay. <laughs> Walter just he's just playing it up, huh? I mean <laughs> when That's Walter being Walter. It is Walter being Walter. <laughs> I mean I, I think he had a girlfriend at the time that was recorded. I wonder if she ever saw that. Oh, maybe. Well, probably not, but uh, maybe that is Walter's new girlfriend. Who knows? Get rid of that pen. Yep. The biggest Make complaint from last away. night's show. I already <laughs> caught myself doing it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that uh, Walter, he's a s sly guy. Good old Walter. Mm -hmm. Sneaky Pete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he never was married. Yeah. wonder why. I think it was a good thing. Maybe. So... Um, in Skype with Glenn, we have Benjamin Sweet Ben Sweetney, um, world record holder on multiple things. Arcade Final Fight is your name to fame. How you doing, Ben? Doing good. Uh, I can hear you guys good. Everything's cool as long as you can hear me okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, we can hear you great. I know yeah. we didn't we didn't have we didn't have a we had a no dr just straight up dry run. Yeah. Um, did you guys coordinate today? Yes, we we decided to wear matching hats today. And you don't have a beard anymore. No, I shaved my beard. Because you guys are like, you guys could you guys could be twins a little bit. He has a little <laughs> bit thicker beard than you do when you have a beard, Mike. But uh, yeah. so uh, the Mike Janae fan club over here. That's right. <laughs> so Ben, how long have you been uh, competing at Twin Galaxies? Was it like a year or uh, so? Since August of 2015, so about a year and a half, almost. Very cool. Um, I know you're into Wolf. Well, I know we were talking a little bit before the show uh, on, on Facebook. Um, I'll just jump right into it. Well, did you beat the score on Wolfenstein or no? Yes, I did. I will post it tomorrow. Actually, I'll post it tonight. I'll submit it to Twin Galaxies. Um, I didn't lose a single life. I had nine lives left, and I just killed it when I got the world record. And I'll, it'll take me hours to run it out later. Uh, but it was 
443,000. So the uh, Ron Corcoran had the current world records like 417,000. Um, just beat that. I streamed it too to the Twitch, and I got it on hard copy just in case because I don't trust Twitch. And uh, VHS, I submit, right? <laughs> I will submit that uh, as soon as we're done with the show. Awesome. The one thing about I was gonna go for that record. What I like about the points record, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's tedious. I, I know there's speedrunners out there that play Wolfenstein, right. and that's the thing is you can play Wolfenstein in a matter of minutes. I think it's like six minutes or something you can get through the first episode but if you're going for points and you don't want to leave a point i mean you want to go fast because you get a bonus for completing the level as fast you want to make sure you get you kill every single person and you also want to make sure you get all the treasures because then you get another bonus Mm -hmm. and obviously every treasure is points and every kills points but it's a brutal battle to to do that i mean i started playing it it's very tedious and um the thing is, if you you have to come in under par to get any kind of time bonus, and par just like it is on Doom and stuff, the par is is pretty fast. So you're either rushing it as fast as you can, or you're taking your time and trying to get uh, 100% bone or 100% kills, 100% items, and 100% secret, which gives you a 30,000 point bonus, which mm-hmm. is sometimes more than what you can get when you're trying to speed run through it. So it's, in my opinion, I think it's yeah, it is tedious, but it's it's worth playing every nook and cranny of. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. I was able to do it once when you, when you posted the uh, the uh, online version, the 20th yeah. anniversary. I th- I was playing the regular version of Wolfenstein, and I was getting the first level to yeah. kill everything and collect every treasure and get the time bonus by like one second. I mean, I was like, I was perfecting that first level, but. That wasn't fun after a while. Um, That's impressive. That's and, impressive. And I'm assuming you go to the special world right away after the first level, right? Oh, yeah. If you're. Now, the online version that I. Uh, the contest tournament platform uh, track that I founded, uh, it's set for the hardest difficulty. So you walk away. By the time you finish this bonus level, it's like 300 and. Uh, 300 and a quarter, maybe, uh, that 325, 330, um, once you finish level 10 after level 1. When you're playing it on default settings, which is what it is for TG, um, I think it was like 230 or 240 or something like that. It was. Yeah, I had about 190. when I mean, I, that, that, that bonus level gives me the headache. The color purple in that <laughs> oh, game drives, yeah. and it's such a huge, it's such a huge maze that, I get a headache, so I definitely will not get everything if I play that level. Um, but, yeah, 190, 200 is what I would get mm-hmm. after completing that. That's about right. I think that's all the level gives you. I think if you add it to the first level score, it takes you someplace just over 200, 220 or something like that. I'll look at what I got on that one. But uh, that's a real key. If you're just playing Episode 1, uh, that that is real key to getting a good score. Um it's potentially, I don't know, it's potentially 30% of the score on the entire episode one. So it's pretty big. Yeah, if you don't go that way, you're kind of killing yourself. Yeah. Shooting yep. yourself now, in the foot. Now, to clarify for the viewers, was this an episode one run or the entire game in what uh, platform? Well, uh, it, what I did was just episode one. Um, if I'm not mistaken, and, and the thing about the rules of TG is because I was doing this run for submission to the TG track. Um, it All it says is Wolfenstein 3D default settings. So uh, you're starting at the default difficulty, which is like the third, bring them on or whatever they call them. I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, the third one, yeah. Up, mm-hmm. I get them mixed up with the ones that they use for Doom, which are cheesy also, but different. Yep. Um, Ultraviolence, my and, favorite. Yeah, and you just, yeah, Ultraviolence, that's right. <laughs> yep. um, and you just start with episode one because that's where the cursor falls when you're doing default um i bet and actually the version i have is the shareware version i think it just has episode one (laughs) but i am certain that uh when you complete level nine on episode one it pushes you straight into episode two if you have it if you've paid for it or if you've unlocked it illegally or whatever your deal is i'm not going to talk to that uh (laughs) 
So it is possible to do the whole run. And if you do the whole, geez, if you do all six episodes, uh, actually, Andrew Barrow can tell you, he's he's my Wolfenstein 3D mentor. He's the one that's helped me (laughs) a lot. Um, I'd say... Oh, geez. If you did the whole thing on PC, it's pro- we're looking at 5 million points, maybe something like that. Yeah, that was my next question. Have you ever uh, completed Episode 2, Floor 8 with the Ard- the Ard Wolf maze? No. That's like one of the most <laughs> insane mazes. <laughs> it's it, That's it's like a... A bust out a graph piece of paper and just mark every like little inch where you're moving. It's a nightmare. Though. Uh, I've never taken any footage of anything but episode one. I would have to go to the tape on episode two. I really, and I even halfway through episode one, I start to lose my familiarity. You know, the first few levels and and level 10, I've got a really good feel for, but actually I think I completed level five on the run I just made. And I was just not guessing but systematically, methodically yeah. going through it, making sure I, you know, going counterclockwise through every room and all types of stuff like that. And uh, so I was lost halfway through it. And uh, I've beaten it once, but uh, it's been, it's been since I was playing on uh, Windows 95. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so my question is, is what machine did you play on? That's important. I played, uh, I played, <laughs> well, I played on a PC. I played on a uh, Windows XP all right. Uh, which is actually the, if it's my understanding, it's the last operating system that has a, a native DOS environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And uh, so that's, and, and I'm lucky that my, my parents actually had an old, an old junker that had this on it that all it needed was cleaned. And I think one of the RAM sticks was loose, so it was giving them an error, but you just have to go in and push it back in. It was. I didn't. I never told them how easy it was to fix it because they probably would have felt like dummies about it. But uh, they just junker, gave it to classic. me. <laughs> yeah, they just gave it to me, and I installed a bunch of DOS games on it, and uh, that's my primary PC gaming machine, and it works great. Oh yeah, I, uh, you got to have when it play when it comes to Wolfenstein or Doom. Yes, they work on Steam. Yes, you can do DOS box, but there is something different. And then what? We've yes. me and Nick have done when we played X Wing vs. Tide Fire. If you have a CRT, oh yeah, rounded, yeah, you gotta have the they gotta have the curved television. Like it plays better. I swear it plays better because every time I well, play on that's Steam, because, uh, I get a headache. Wolfenstein moves at seventy frames per second as yep. opposed to sixty. Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous. Why did they do that? Seventy? <laughs> what are they, Mike and I, like two years ago on this show? <laughs> That's right. We have done. Just think about how hard it is to get games to run at twenty-seven frames per second, yeah. Oh, yeah. or even at thirty at times. Mm-hmm. Seventy. I did not know that about Wolfenstein. Why would they do seventy frames a second? Why not? Yeah. I think it's just the feel, the feel of the game. I I don't know. I know that it does run at seventy, but I think that it was. Uh, I don't want to say that it was an error, but I don't think that it was directly intentional. I don't think they set out to make it at seventy. Maybe they did. I don't know very much about that. Uh, Why don't you call up John? It's just such a call, it's call an oddball Carmack. number. Call Carmack up. You call him now. He's easy to get a hold of. <laughs> well, give him a call. Well, I don't have his number. I don't have my phone. Oh, you don't have your phone with you. Yeah, I've actually watched yeah. interviews with uh, Romero, and he said that it was intentional to do it at 70. Really? Oh, oh, okay, yeah, well, then same. we don't need to call him. But what did Romero's hair say? <laughs> That it was intentional to do Okay, all right, all right. As long as we're on the same page. I do want to do a quick uh, program note uh, with Ben on here. I think yesterday we had a mistake when we read a world record. Was Uh it the Tristan Guerin world record? Yes, I don't know if that was true world record or not. It isn't anymore. It isn't. Was it verified today? I, I believe so because I just checked that board. Well, I guess an Ben, ben would know Hot more than ever. Are I you was just about to ask him about the Facebook Messenger game? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did that just get verified was, today? It was just verified today. I saw it okay. come up. I got one PSI point out of that one because I keep Tristan on it. Um, so awesome. I saw that one come across. Um, slim <laughs> margins on that game. His went in at 18 yesterday. Mine went in at 19 today. He submitted a 20-point run yes. today. Yes. And, nice. uh, and right before, actually earlier this evening, um, before I started playing Wolfenstein, um, I made a 21-point run. Yes. I, saved my, 
I, I saved that one because I'm tired of the one. I'm tired of the back and forth. I'm going to try to do a little better than, better than his uh, before I submit that one again. But it's a maddening game, man. If I, I, I wouldn't doubt that I can't get any better than 21 in the next few days, and I'll just lose patience and submit the one better again. <laughs> Oh, we are looking forward to announcing one of your guys' scores every, every night day. next week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, we, until I'm, next Tuesday I'm Facebook when all, Messenger. You know, say, until next Tuesday when all of a sudden it's up to 25. And you're like, I'm not, I don't know what you do. But you will. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm coming for you. I got, uh, what's, what's it, four. I got four today. You got four? <laughs> Where do you even play it? You, you have to send somebody a picture of the basketball in Messenger. And then tap the picture of the basketball, and it opens the game. So if I t- if I send a picture of Nick, if I do a, the hockey one, do you think there's a hockey there, game? There's one for the football. I don't and the soccer ball. I don't think there's one for the hockey. The only ones I've seen are for the basketball and for the soccer ball. I haven't. Of course. I'd actually because as soon as I figured out how it worked, um, when I saw Tristan found the track and submit his run, I. I sent every sports emoji to myself <laughs> to see if there were more games. What else is on here? Is there a dart? <laughs> is there a dart or is there a cleaning one? Isn't there like a cleaning lady or something like that? <laughs> something, Hockey know. would be a good one, man, because yeah. it's, it's a goal-oriented one where you would just be like taking slap shots and, and the goal would start moving at a certain point or whatever. They could do that. Yeah, they can put a goalie in there. Yeah. Make it like yeah. um, one of the NES games where you get a penalty shot, where you yeah. stand still. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Which game was that? Is that Blades of Steel now? No, Blades, Blades of Steel. Steel. Did, Blades of Steel had this, the the penalty shot where you stood still? Yep. Okay. Really? Yeah, we just oh, never got penalty shots. Well, that might have been one, too. I just never played. Yeah, just a game like that where you get to shoot a penalty know. shot. Yeah, yeah, how many penalty shots can you score on? Or they could just program NHL 94 into Facebook Messenger, and I'd be happy. True. Yes. Brought it back they should have made a reverse a hockey game. Just call the game penalty shot, and it's just constant take back and forth, take back and forth. And then on occasion, the special penalty shot mode is you get to play real hockey. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's NHL 17. Why not? Why not? <laughs> just call yeah. Now they can call it shootout 18. Yeah. And then video replay 2018, where every play <laughs> – this video replay, even even if it doesn't have any out uh, uh, outcome on the game, there was a clip last. You just described the NFL every Sunday. Oh, it was last night. I know we're going off subject, but last night That's in the good. NHL, there was a goal. You know, it went in and came right out. Yeah. They didn't call it. They played for four and a half minutes. Then Toronto finally called and said it was a goal. What? Yes. That's what I thought. Because there was no play, there's no stoppage of play. The, the play just kept going for four minutes. There were shooting, and but then there was an offside, so the puck finally went over the net after five oh, minutes. I see what you're saying. Okay. And then they said it was a goal, really? and then they had to put five more minutes back oh, on the clock. So those minutes didn't count. No, all those saves, what? or if somebody would have scored a goal, my understanding, if they would have scored a goal during that time, like the other team, that goal wouldn't have counted. That's garbage. All the saves that the goaltender makes don't get the stats for it either. Or a penalty. Or a penalty. I could take my stick and cut your head off during (laughs) that time period. (laughs) It's like the the purge, only for hockey. It is. It is. Goal under review. All penalties are legal. As long as the play's still going. I suspect in the offseason of the 2017 season, they may be looking over that rule. I hope they fix that. Rule. Yeah. And it's kind of an awesome rule if you think about how stupid it is, but what a loophole. I know. Really, how did they not think of that? My understanding is when Toronto knows it's a goal, they're supposed to contact them and they blow the horn. I've seen that a couple games. Maybe there was no signal. That's too funny. Well, it took forever. That's too But, funny. you know, the people are like, people in the truck say it's a definite goal. People are they're looking for it. Oh, you'll find. Yeah, All right. <laughs> Off subject from Facebook Messenger to that. <laughs> you want constant content? Yeah. <laughs> like we always say, you turn this into a sports show. <laughs> Maybe a little bit different. <laughs> but it's not a sports show. No. It is a video. Um, so what's the, uh, I know you're talking about, the, I guess, how, what is, uh, is there any story behind your final fight score? Uh, well, uh, when I joined... Twin Galaxies, uh, well, let's go all the way back. When I first saw arcade machines in the lobby of the pizza parlor in my town where I grew up, there were two machines that were sort of 
Well, they were very popular. They must always had lines, and one of them was Street Fighter Two, which of course is very popular. This is early '90s, and uh, one of them was Final Fight, and it's an important game for me for nostalgia purposes. And it was one of the first games I looked up when I started getting interested in Twin Galaxies. The first submission I made was on RC Pro Am for Nintendo, which is a legendary game. But um, the first arcade game I looked up was Final Fight, and it just so happens that there were no scores on the board for Final Fight Arcade. Um, when I looked deeper, I realized that there was a inconsistency with the description of the difficulty settings and the description of the dip switch settings, and so I guessing that that had prevented anyone from actually submitting or even refereeing any scores for that uh, track. Hmm. And over a period of, it wasn't that long, it was probably, well, I don't know, maybe six months, maybe that is kind of long. Uh, <laughs> I, I lobbied against Twin Galaxies, I think the one of the threads where you're posting score or track presentation errors or something like that. Um, I pushed a couple times real early when I joined and then I waited several months and I pushed again and since it was an empty track they uh, edited the rules to match what the difficulty actually should have been Amen. and um, I was living in Erie PA at the time I just recently moved out of there about four months ago and there's a terrific arcade up there Playport up in Erie and the owner and his wife were very accommodating I told him this is one of my favorite games of all time and if there's anything they could do to help me uh, not just get the video of the run, because I could do that myself, but I told him I'd have to look at the PCB. Um, and they had one of the original cabs where the PCB is actually mounted on sort of a drawer. Uh, I don't know if you've seen cabs like this, where mm -hmm. from the front of the machine, in between the control panel and the coin mechanism, there's actually a, a drawer type of thing that you can pull out and you can access the PCB. Uh, long story short, it was just sort of a pet project of mine to make sure that the track got updated with proper rules and that I got the chance to put the first score on the track, and it still stands as the only score on the track. Okay, so it's a childhood memory, more or less. Absolutely. It, was, awesome. uh, it is a very special game to me. Okay, so if somebody doesn't go and beat that, Glenn, for example, um, <laughs> I don't know. Definitely not any of us. Nobody in here is Maybe Glenn. <laughs> Glenn won't beat it on the arcade, but he'll definitely try for it on Genesis. Obviously. Yes, because yeah. he loves Genesis. Yeah, it's his favorite. Um, <laughs> so it would be something you'd go back and keep pushing for, or? Yes, absolutely. That's kind of that's kind of my goal in the first place is to get the track corrected so that people could actually compete on it. I just happen to be the first person to compete. And if you look and go, uh, actually go. All, all my scores are in the area of TGSAP, so all the videos and all the threads are there. You go and look at the thread. I plainly ask people to just, I, you know, this is a baseline score. It's 330-some thousand. It's, it's a baseline score. I wanted to promote the game. I wanted to say, hey, this is now corrected. Everybody should be aware that they can now go out and make submissions for this game. It just so happens that, oh, I think it was in June or so when I made that run, and there hasn't been any activity on it since. I'm sure there will be. But um, it was my goal just to make it so that people could compete on that game. Very cool. cool. That's awesome. And uh, you have the uh, the single player score. Have you ever considered uh, doing uh, two player? My, me and Mike are huge fans of doing co-op games. Um, and I know a lot of people aren't. And I know there's certain things with co-op games. But have you ever played it with two player? Or uh, even if you haven't, maybe, I mean, um, I guess just anywhere. Uh, I've never played it with two-player on the arcade platform. I played it on Super Nintendo two-player. Okay, that's kind of what that figures. Um, I do have someone in mind that uh, would definitely be on board to uh, someone from West Virginia, where I'm living, where I'm from, uh, that is uh, also very a skilled gamer. And I do have intentions of sometime this summer getting him and making a trip. We don't have to go back to Erie, but I just know I'm really good with the people up there. They've got a great arcade. It'd be a nice trip if we could lump in some other arcade runs, two-player arcade runs at the same time. But uh, I actually have intentions of about the one-year anniversary of the one-player run trying to do a two-player run on that game. Oh, oh very cool. Yeah, because two-player is just so much more fun. It's oh, it's fun, man. It's so mm -hmm. fun. 
Um, speaking of promotion, yes. uh, we talked to Brandon Finton last night. Finty, and yeah. I do want to bring up, Brandon, if you're watching, um, Benjamin here has the score on Black Hole yeah, on I the iOS. iOS man. So you got to get an iPhone or an iPad, which you might not have. Yeah. Um, you know, you got a score here of 1.3 million. So, Brandon, there you go. There's another black hole one you need to cross off your list. It's totally beatable. It was just, uh, I heard you guys last night talking about, uh, Michael, you said that uh, you got like two and some million the first time you'd played it, and you were just playing just to play it, you know. Um, the first time I broke a million, I was tickled pink. I thought it was wonderful. I was like, man, this is the best. And then I, it wasn't long after that that I saw Brandon put up his run. Uh, but, um uh, a break in a million is still a good score. I know he's got like a 31 million oh, or yeah. whatever it is. It's, it's still not bad, man. I've played Black Hole in real life. It's, it's that big, wide-body Gottlieb, you know. It's, it's hard to nudge. It's a hard table to play in real life. And uh, Haunted House came up again also last night. And uh, they're just some of my favorite games because they've got like the multiple play fields and everything. So it's super cool. Uh, but they're hard games to manhandle in real life. And so playing them on Pinball Arcade, uh, it allow it sort of evens the playing field a little bit there. And it's very fun. I encourage everyone to go and beat that score. Okay. So since you watched last night, I'm going to safely assume you're down about the free uh, tables every month and do a Twin Galaxies League. Yeah. I'm All in, right. man. I'll play. All right. So we got... There you go. There you go. You got three? You got three. At, got least. Three. At least three. Yeah, Mike's playing, right? Yeah, I'm in. Awesome. You have Android, right? I have Android. Oh. All right, so we got five members. I, Starting I in March, not yeah. February. I don't have time. With all y'all. <laughs> yeah, that was, everything's March. Yeah, March. February. Yeah. It's so March short. First. February is so short. You're not it's doing not even a Michigan until March. <laughs> yeah. We'd have to mix. We'd have to mix Android and iOS for the tournaments or something. I would. Like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Just like, yeah. um, just like when we do the uh, the online tournaments for NES. Some people use NES. Some people use emulation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the Olympics. Yep. You can use arcade machines and Mame. I know everyone's yep. pretty much using yep. Mame, but I use my Bosconian machine <laughs> when uh, last year in the uh, well, Igby what, 2015. What, I what level did uh, your machine? Crash out. <laughs> the score I submitted, yeah, I, I died before I, the, I the machine crashed out. Happens. That's generally happens. But. Ben, I did notice though, you, Mike, did you see that he has the Theater of Magic score on iOS also? Oh. 26 billion. Oh. oh. What do you I, think, Mike? I can beat that. You can beat that? Mm -hmm. That's actually, I think. Um, totally I think uh, ben, ben beat my uh, Tales of Ara Arabian Nights. Because I submitted for that one, you didn't I? 60.8 What did I get? I don't know. Oh, I think I was on there for that. <laughs> I know he beat me. He's number four one billion. Billion. Yeah, he's number one. He beat me. Because I submitted a score oh. for that game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember that. But you, you think you can beat Theater of Magic, Mike? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Sorry, Ben. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you <laughs> think you can beat me, Mike? I've done over four billion on that one. On the phone. A... I want to see you play on a phone, Glenn. It's not as easy as it looks. I have a flip phone that's like 10 years old, bro. It's not easy to play. I'm sorry. Pinball pinball arcade on a phone is impossible. I'm going to have to get like a, the note I'll, 10. I'll so it's like 76 points, inches bro. big. So yeah. Like that's strategy. The, the nudge is no, you can't, you want to talk about nudging? You can't, you can't nudge. Nudging screws you completely up on, on oh, the phone. Oh, good, because it's cheating. Well, it's preventing you from cheating. Right. It's good. It just goes, like, straight up. It's weird. Uh, nudging is its own skill set, brother. It is its own skill set. I support <laughs> that. <laughs> You're right. Cheating is a cheating skill. Cheating is a skill. You're not wrong. <laughs> you know who? People that call it cheating are people that can't play pinball. I'm sorry, brother. Maybe maybe we're so good we don't need to nudge. Ever think about that? Well, you're or, not because... Or we're so bad at nudging that we can't do it without <laughs> tilting the machine. Yeah, that's right. One of the two. Yeah, of the two. <laughs> Come on, Sroka. You know how badly I can do I know. I them. nudge now. You know I that. You should see me with the <laughs> go-kart machine. You nearly break. <laughs> that's your version of nudging. When, when, it, comes a, when it comes to go-kart, it's... Yes, man. It was so Every time. If you could lift the cabinet, you'd throw 
<laughs> ben, I do have to ask you. You mentioned you were talking about uh, Facebook Messenger, and then we, of course, went into a uh, hockey rant. Hockey spiral. Uh, hockey spiral. <laughs> uh, I was uh, reading up on the forums, and you mentioned uh, recently you were playing uh, Strength and Skill and said that it is, unfortunately, now your favorite sports video game of all time. <laughs> uh, it is, and calling it sport is, uh, I think, where the line gets blurred, because it might not be an actual sports game, depending on if you think <laughs> pile driving and ring toss are sports, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and plate spinning, I mean, it's, it's an absurd. It's an absurd game. <laughs> But I have to lump it in with games like Hypersports, Track and Field, because it's very the gameplay just feels like it feels like a total ripoff of Track and Field is really what it feels like. But all the games are very silly, and uh, uh, I get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Not because I think it's the best game. Is it my favorite? I I think it's my favorite because it is very fun to play, man. Yeah, we've got some footage of it going right now. It looks oh, ridiculous. It looks ridiculous, actually. <laughs> I oh, love the silly. colors it is, too. It's bizarre, yeah. man. Wait, are they running? <laughs> are they running up like a roller coaster? Slope running. So they just made any old slope. Cutting the wrong cucumber. We got weird ring Like in real life, I remember the Olympic runs where they were aiming for an animal. Plate spinning. This is great. This is awesome. This is a great game. I hope we're playing. Or I'm assuming this was not nominated for the Olympics. Straight line, no. slippery. Well, I think the Igby. This needs to be nominated like for it. sure. Oh God, it needs to be nominated for Crab Tournament Nine. Is what it needs to be. <laughs> Good stuff. Very cool. Nick, is that your new favorite game? I was was drafted round 15 of 18 in the Olympics, so I wasn't all the way at the bottom this time. You weren't round 17 like me. Ben, (laughs) you were actually in my top five, like, uh, underdog picks. I watched the entire uh, draft. And I was all like, that guy's got heart, man, and he's got some knowledge behind some games that he's willing to grind out a little bit. I will grind, man. That's, That's one thing. Uh, MTV's the grind. I will grind. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so that's that's what we need next year, Glenn. Then we need to figure out fantasy Olympics, <gasps> where you don't have to actually play. You just Ooh. pick the people and get points when they get points. I like it. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. Well, Commando is the only game I nominated that made the cut. Uh, I'm very happy about that one. I'm hoping to take home the gold on that one. Commando, like very it. good. Yeah, Ooh. that's a good one. That's a great game. I actually, uh, we used to have that in the bar here in town, but uh, we got rid of that, replaced it with the Buck Hunter, and then oh just got rid of the God. Buck. Yeah, that and that was it. I know Nick said. But actually, this is an interview I was looking forward to because when you first came on the Twin Galaxies website, I noticed your name was like Ben Sweeney on bass. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm a fellow bass player. And I've been nice. playing bands too. So I was like, hell yeah. And one thing I, I know about bass players is that they're very prideful in what they play. You know, like people go gravitate towards guitar, drums, and vocals, but the bass players are the most prideful. So I was all... I try to incorporate, if my internet nickname wasn't Ninglendo already, it'd probably be something Ninglendo and bass related. Nice. I could. But. So yeah, I tell no, it's, a, it's a special skill a band, to, be, too. to be in the pocket, man. Uh, like a like a mashed up cookie, man. You're just so deep in the pocket. That's where the bass has to be. Yep. That's right. And uh, everyone on this show has dabbled with music before. Sroka, Nick, Josh. Thanks. I'm a bass player as well. Mm-hmm. It's been probably eight or nine years since I played, but that's when mm-hmm. I used to play with bass. Yeah. 
There's a lot of musicians who are on the Twin Galaxies leaderboards. It's something. It comes down to timing. There's a there's a lot to it. You have to get into it if you want to do it correctly. Yeah. So, Ben, you're in a band, so why don't you tell the folks at home where they can listen to your music? Or who you, who, who do you put? Sure. Yeah. Um, if you see any post of mine on Twin Galaxies, my signature is nothing but all the outlets and, the, and some social media and stuff uh, for the band. Uh, thegreensmusic.com, I'll link you to everything, but we're on... Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Google Play. Uh, we're on most of the major music outlets, except for some of the new ones. I don't know. We don't. We're not on Jay Z's music. What is that called again? I can't. Title. 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 That's title. what it's called. Yeah. That. But um, just a big shit we're, title. we're on Spotify. We actually just released a new album about four or five months ago. Uh, getting ready to do the digital release for that. Uh, it's not on Spotify yet. But, is it on uh, vinyl it's a yet? Albums. What's that? Is it on vinyl yet? No. Uh, when we do, we are doing a vinyl. It's going to yes. be bright green. It's going to be bright green vinyl. Yes. Oh, um, sweet. Fuck yeah. And the thing about the album is that it's a double album. It's two CDs, okay. and you can buy it from our website. You just can't get it off the streaming services yet. But um, when we do the vinyl, it's going to kind of be a chopped down version of it, where it'll sort of be the the choice cuts off of the double album. It'll be on the vinyl. It'll be nice. Very cool. You gotta get it on vinyl so we can listen to it in the studio. That's all we yeah. have. Yeah, we, we have no CD players. We don't have an MP3 player. All we have is vinyl. We, we do vinyl. have a Mac computer, but the Mac computer doesn't have speakers. So. Yeah, we, we, we took all the sound, and we broke all the stereo ports, so no audio. Is There's no audio out, and, and the internal speaker oh, we broke, too. Yeah, we broke everything that is an analog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not on purpose, we just, when I touch stuff, it breaks. It breaks. Explains the show every, <laughs> uh, every night. <laughs> when you first came to Twin Galaxies, I, of course, did click on your signature, because anytime I see music that isn't mainstream, I always go and listen to it. Uh, I, I will say that I've listened to majority of your albums. I'm a bad person. I didn't buy any yet. Um, oh, it's fine. But like, I, wanted, I wanted to tell you my favorite song, and you'll probably never guess what it is. It's on your f fruit, uh, fruition, 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 uh, heavy mentats. Oh, Me mentals. Mentals. I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't see it. That's my favorite song. Cheers to the mind killer, Mike. Well, I've got, I'm glad that you said that because I've got some good news for you, Mike. Um, the heavy mentals was, uh, it's a song we've been playing forever. It's a song that was written before because I haven't been in the band the entire time the band's been together but i've been with them for almost 10 years now so uh quite a while but uh we redid heavy mentals because we added a couple b and c sections to it and you can find the modern version of heavy mentals on an album that's called songs for people it's on spotify it's on it's already on all the digital oh it's the releases. new one uh, newer check one. that version out and uh let me know what you think Oh, listen, Vicky. Oh, and then oh, so oh look, at more, look at that right here. Wow. You guys can buy all their music. <laughs> record really is new stuff that we've been playing uh, on stage for a while, but uh, that one had uh, we've been playing it so much and it sort of metamorphosized into a new song that. We just felt obligated to give it respect and re-record it. Hmm. And I can't believe I picked that out of there. It's like, yeah. that's, that's my favorite nice song. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your influences on bass? Uh, for me, uh, the number one influence is definitely John Paul Jones from Zeppelin, man. It's just, uh, he wrote the textbook on being a bass player. It's just, he's got such a good flow. Uh, number two is probably going to be uh geezer from black sabbath uh just the big thumping bass like oh, yeah. the uh lots of dynamics with the way he played um and i gotta give credit on number three to uh charles mingus on the upright bass with the jazz uh with the jazz culture he really mm -hmm. uh brought bass to the forefront as a expressive instrument and not just something that was Part of the rhythm section so to speak so he's kind of a keith moon of the bass guitar really made it a number one instrument in a song 
a feature instrument. Now, if you were yeah. gonna say in the mo- if you're gonna say in the modern like rock era, the feature instrumentalist based is gonna be Les Claypool. Oh yeah, um, Billy Gold from Faith No More would be up there. Yes, uh, I wish that they enjoyed a little more notoriety than they do. Uh, they don't get as much credit as they should. Um, and more from the modern era, of course. Uh, Flea has had a very big impact on rock and roll. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's um, true. And uh, Can't forget Getty Lee. Uh, I like Getty Lee, man, but... I, I, he's good. He's got. I don't want to. I don't want to talk crap about Getty Lee. Uh, you can't he's a say front but. <laughs> he, he's he's a better front man than he is a bassist, and I like him. He's good. It's the same thing. Who was the other? It wasn't Getty Lee. It was. Uh, uh, well, no, nah, I can't compare him to that. I was gonna say Sting, uh, but the Police, because the Police is a very as a terrific rock band, man. Oh, yeah. They they are their own band, but. Uh, uh, Sting was a great songwriter, but he was a front man. He wasn't a bass player. And I, that's kind of the way I see Getty Lee, too. And I love Rush. They're they're good, man. They're hard, uh, and it's solid gold. But uh, uh, it wasn't as feature. His vocals were so much more powerful than his bass playing mm-hmm. that it's hard to... It's hard to rank the bass above the vocals. No, I kind of yeah. agree. I kind of know what you mean with Getty Lee. It's how I feel about uh, John Entwistle with The Who... Or I think Ed yeah. Whistle was an underrated bass player, but just like Getty Lee, when you have a drummer like Keith Moon or uh, um, Neil Peart, it's kind of yeah. hard. It's almost impossible not to be overshadowed by them. Um, yeah. So I, it makes sense to me how someone could say this is. I agree with you with Rush too, because Rush is phenomenal. But yes. Getty Lee's vocals and then Peart and Lifestrom, uh, it's mm-hmm. hard to. The last thing you're ever going to talk about when you talk about Rush is Getty Lee's bass. But, but he is a really a good bass player. On just, there. That's there's not the main purpose of it. I, Next I thing I got to ask, as a fellow bass player, are, do you uh, use a pick or are you fingers? Uh, uh, I never use a pick. The only instance that I've ever used a pick is when I play, and even it's, it's on occasion, is when I play. Uh, I've got a dreadnought bass, an acoustic bass. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that I'll play with a pick from time to time. Uh, but that's typically for presence when I'm playing uh, just acoustic shows. Uh, yeah. If there's no amplification involved, I'll play that just for presence sake. Uh, but uh, it's not as easy. I don't know. I, I don't know. If I, it, it's, it's easier to use your fingers because you've got so many more fingers than you do picks yep. when you're playing. Um, so it's a lot easier to play with your fingers and it's got a better sound. It's a little more dynamic. It's got, if you look at, if you want to go all the way down and look at the waveform of the sound when you're playing, it's got a, it's got a rounder, smoother, more dynamic yep. waveform. Uh, you don't get that click when you, yes. and the... unless, unless you're slapping and popping or unless you're really playing hard on a low to medium action bass, you're really not going to get a bunch of snap when you're playing with your fingers. Yep. Well, I mean, when you're talking about pick and fingers, you're coming at the strings at a different angle. It's a totally different way to mm-hmm. play. You can play you can you can play louder with your fingers than with a pick because Oh yeah. You can cuz you can you got rest. more dynamic. Yeah, like you can you can play through the string and rest like a classical guitarist will tell you that the one of the most important things they've learned is to be able to rest their fingers on the other string. So they'll play through one string and the string above it will catch their finger, so to speak. So you can play hard and play through as opposed to worrying about striking other strings while you're playing hard. Yeah. That's I like this. I'm glad you brought this up, Mike. I know. I wanted to talk about this stuff. Do you have a short bass by chance? Yeah, I have a short scale. I have a little short scale yes. four string. It's uh, yes. <laughs> it's a it's a little it's a Gibson SG looking thing and the short scale four string is what I like to slap on because it's got the narrowest neck and the shortest scale yep. so it's about as easy yeah. as it gets to slap on. Now, yeah. what's your uh, preferred bass that you use on stage? Uh, five string Fender Jazz bass. I use it ninety eight percent of the time. Yeah, I have a Fender Jazz bass too. That it's I bought, terrific. Like, Guys, just want to get a room. Ago, probably. <laughs> 
spend an entire paycheck on it. Oh, yeah. Was broke for two weeks. <laughs> Very cool. Awesome. Well, I hope, They just uh, happened to have, when I went into the guitar store, they just happened to have that black Fender jazz bass. Nice. And it was left-handed. And I was like, I'm taking that home with me. Nice. Lefty. I didn't know you were a lefty. Yep. I was born with that uh, curse in or blessing. <laughs> yeah. However uh, hey, you want to look at it. Say, uh, we only got a couple minutes left, but um, bring it back to video games for a second. Boring. I noticed that... Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> hey, it's music. I'd rather know about music, too. Come on. No, but I noticed, and I like to bring it up because eventually, as this show goes on through this year, we're going to be burning a lot of these cabinets. Um, mm-hmm. But I noticed you've been playing some Donkey Kong lately. And you even you've yeah. come close to a hundred thousand, which I know eighty three isn't a hundred, but to me eighty three might as well be a billion. So. <laughs> the cur- currently my my best on Mame is ninety thousand one hundred. That's Ooh. my best on the uh, TG leaderboards. It's also my best in general. But I'm at the point now where I got to figure out when the springs start getting faster on yep. the leaderboards. I you're at that first wall of the game. Yes. Pretty much. I'm right There's there. A couple walls. Yeah. So wait a minute. That's the first wall. That's yep. the first. I thought the first wall man. was that's that the level where wall. there's the barrels. And then you'll you'll see your uh, scores <laughs> graduate up till about 175,000. Then you'll hit that wall, and then it goes up to like 250 to 300. You hit that wall, and then it's four to 600. That's a wall, and then it's seven to kill screen. Yep. That's the final wall. Yep. Sounds this, depressing this, to me. So, <laughs> the, the first wall is the wall I've been at where you play it three times and then you go buy kerosene and a box of matches and go, this is awesome. <laughs> That's the first wall. That's the and first if you can really. get past that, maybe you'll actually like the game. <laughs> so I'm still, I don't think it's happening, though. I did, hey, oh, another thing I noticed is you, you play Galaxian. In the oh yeah! Why Galaxian? <laughs> I love Galaga. Not that I haven't played Galaxian, but that game, like Donkey Kong, again, it's so frustrating to me. Dude, it's it's one of the greatest games of all time. Galaxian has got my pick, man. It's it's my number one. I you number gotta be one? accurate, man. Dang, really? It's not like Galaga where you can tap the button. You gotta be accurate. It's, uh, it's more it's more muscle memory than any game I've ever played. When you see when you see uh, uh, the enemies leaving the convoy. Yeah. Like it's muscle memory as to when to tap that fire, and it's it relates talking about playing. It's accuracy, really isn't it? It's more rewarding to hit a spaceship in Galaxian than it is in Galaga. Because yeah, you'll Gal- hit five spaceships in Galaga the time that you hit like one or two in Galaxian. Yeah, Galaga for it's me more precision. was more frustrating because. Well, A, I haven't spent enough time playing it to really know the patterns, but B, it just seemed much more, uh, you had to know the game so much better to do so much better, whereas in Galaxian, if you're good with the mechanics, you can just run with it. Yeah, And to me, that takes more skill. I mean, you can program your brain to, like, do certain maneuvers all day long, but if it's just purely muscle memory and reacting to to how yep. things come by, that's more skill. I agree. Yeah. So uh, what's next on your plate, other than Facebook Basketball Messenger? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Could it possibly uh, be a television? Uh, I have. I got an Intellivision from an estate sale for dirt cheap last year. It's. I feel bad for these people who would be like, well, I have no way to test it just because they don't have an RF switch. And it's you look at the case that the thing comes in and it's immaculate. You know it's gonna work. Oh. I spent thirty bucks on this television. Nice. I got ten games in the box with it, and oh, wow. I haven't put up run one on Twin Galaxies with it. I've played it, but that's on my short list of stuff to do. Uh, even this first half of the year, um, Snafu. Yeah. There's only one other score on Snafu, and it's a max out. But I plan to max that out and put that on there. And I got Beauty and the Beast. See how we can do on that. Sweet. What uh, what other games did you get for Intellivision? I'm just curious if there are any that Mike Mike has most of them, so I'm just always curious. The other ones that weren't, and I say the other ones, uh, they're the sports-based games, boxing and 
baseball and hockey mm. and uh, I think like the poker and blackjack I got. Oh, let me just take a look. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I was hoping for this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Beauty and the Beast and Snafu were the only that aren't sports games. I got soccer. Um, I feel like I got all the sports games. There's a lot of sports games. Should, send you, should send you my Do you have any uh, sports games on the CDI? No. Do you own a CDI? CDI? Yeah. You should get some. I don't have a CDI. Oh, okay. There's some great sports. I thought Glenn, I thought these two had a conversation. Like, they were talking about their bases, (laughs) that they they had CDIs, and they're comparing (laughs) CDI collections again or something. Did we just become best friends? Yeah, did we just become best friends? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) But that, that is cool, and I... I find it incredible that you're you do have a goal of trying to put a record down on every single Nintendo game you own. Is it is that feasible? Yeah. It's a lot. There's there are some, for instance, Super Mario Brothers Two. The only record you can put down is how fast you can complete it, and uh, I've only completed it once before in my life. So we'll see how that goes. But, <laughs> uh, uh, if I get to the point where I get a good completion run on camera, I'll submit it. It could be twice as long as that. That's one thing. Like I don't, I'm not hung up on submitting stuff and beating people's scores and the PSI and everything. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's much more important to me that th- there are games out there where there are no submissions in the era of TGSAP, meaning that there are no, fo- there's no footage that you can go and review. Yeah. Uh, it's, I put up a last play score on Blades of Steel. It was a single run. I hadn't made a run on it in years. I just recorded it one morning before I went to work, and it happened to be a last place run by one one point or something like that. And I put it up because it's the only run on the board where you can go and click and watch the video, and that's really important to me to add that stuff to the database. Hell hmm. yeah, brother. No, it is, because if someone's never seen Blades of Steel and you're new to Twin Galaxies and maybe you're new to Nintendo games, you might mm-hmm. not even yeah. realize that Blades of Steel is a hockey game. Yeah. I mean, you might not even have yeah. it. could be a fencing game. Absolutely no. It could be anything. It could just be, Sword a, could be a ninja game. Like axe or something. You know? yeah. We need to make <laughs> Which I think would be I think we need game. to make a better version of Blades of Steel is what we kind <laughs> of just... Blades of Steel is a blade of steel. It's a great game. So as soon as the fights happen, it's just shanking. It's just stabbing. It's yeah. a prison game. Or then cut to the fights. Because, There's got to be a ROM hack Because the this, fights right? suck in Blades of Steel. <laughs> Blades of Steel. The, I like the fights in Blades of Steel, but they just happen too often. Yeah, if they have happen yeah. once or twice a game, I'd be fine with it. But it is the old Roddy Dangerfield joke of, I was playing a boxing game in a hockey game. Oh, <laughs> That's basically what Blades of Steel is, yeah. unfortunately. It isn't a bad game. It's just like, dude, I don't want to fight 11 times in a about yeah. But um, no, that's awesome, and I, good luck with that. That is, I, if, I hope you do it. That'd be incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. you said I mean, you have like over sixty Nintendo games, so that's a that's a heck of a thing. But I do appreciate the fact, and I agree with you. Last place is a place too. <laughs> Seriously, yes. it really Absolutely. is. Just submitting, yep. at least it gets the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what we. Got to do more of. Yeah, absolutely. You know? oh, with, which is what we will be doing mm-hmm. in the future of the show. Yep. Oh, yeah. So uh, score, just dumping scores. <laughs> we, we only got a couple minutes. Uh, who's coming on the show tomorrow, Glenn? It would be uh, Chris Teeter and Fred DeHart to talk about the Olympics. Right. That some of the people on the shore, like you, Sroka, are participating in. Ben's participating in. Yep. My. Uh, one of my top five underdog picks, Ben. No, and, well, that's uh, a good thing. We can get more into the Olympics tomorrow night specifically. Yep, yep. We talked about it a little They'll bit. They'll have more information yeah. than I will, of course. Yeah, the games will be finally announced. The mm. event will be underway. I thought the event doesn't start until, like, the weekend. But, well, I might be wrong. We'll find out tomorrow. Yeah, tease it. Find out tomorrow. Tomorrow. And settle it on this. We'll settle this discussion and settle, settle it on the screen. There we go. That's a great way to end every show is just we'll get into an argument. Uh-huh. And the, the best to do, you know, meetings during the show. Right. We do an argument and then someone goes, get to find out who wins this one. <laughs> <laughs> and, then I'll, and then I'll block you guys on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And then we'll become friends again playing basketball. That's right. What do you call it? Oh, Facebook.
I'll run into the mess. Yeah, someday and be like, so Mike, you want to be friends again? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, cool. But, uh, Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's going on tomorrow, Thursday. Ryan Janelle will be on the show, and on Friday, some NHL 94 news. Mikey McBride will be on. So thanks, Ben. Thanks for joining us. It's been great having you. Uh, we'll see you on the forum. Thanks to Glenn. Thanks to Mike. I'm Michael Stroka. Make sure you guys go down the screen, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Christina. Thanks, Christina. My pleasure. See you guys.